Welcome to Sundays for the Boys, where we cover everything Dallas Cowboys. I am your host, Nathan Jones, and the other voice you'll be hearing is the one and only Avery C. Today, we're going to break down the Rams' offense. We'll tell you what they do well and how the Cowboys' defense can slow them down. In the regular season, the Rams were the third-ranked defense based on points scored. They averaged 31.5 points per game, and they only scored less than 30 points four times. Their head coach, Sean McVay, is the hottest offensive-minded coach in the league. So I'll ask you a question, Avery. What makes the Rams' offense so special? Yeah, the Rams' offense is special because they can beat you uh, running the ball and passing the ball. Um, you know, the Rams are a very versatile group of receivers. They're struggling a little bit without Cooper Cup. But, um, yeah, but then they got Todd Gurley in the backfield, too. But, and then, you know, Jared Goff also is having a great year, kind of having to drop off uh, these last couple weeks. But he's still playing great football. Definitely. Their offense, like the Cowboys, it starts with the run. And then they do a lot of play action. The Rams run the most pl- passing plays out of play action. That's 34% of their plays. Um, it all starts as girly for them. Um, they use him in the passing game. Um, he was voted as the uh, first-team all-pro running back. He had less yards than Zeke, but he had 16 rushing touchdowns. Um, they like to use him in the red zone. They're actually not the best red zone team. But they get there all the time, and so they score bunches of points. Um, how do you think this Cowboys defense matches up against Gurley in this running attack? Uh, yeah, this Cowboy defensive line, uh, they're going to have to be getting a lot of push. You know, we, we have some really big power guys in the inside that can get some pressure. But I think the keys uh, to this game, you know, and stopping Gurley and uh, contain Goff is actually going to be the pressure on the outside with uh, Gregory and Lawrence, you know those first steps are going to be really important. And uh, th- their speed, I think they're, you know, the uh, tackles are going to have a hard time um, containing, you know, Gregory and uh, Lawrence. Definitely. Their two tackles, their left tackle, Andrew Whitworth, um, perennial All-Pro, and then right tackle, Rob Havenstein. They're these big guys. When they get their hands on you, it's over. And so I think the Cowboys, um, they, with Randy Gregory, he's more of a speed guy. He'll have to use that against Whitworth. And on the left defensive end, Demarcus Lawrence, he's going to have to um, get that bend. He's been such a great um, overall defender. He's not just a pass rusher. He plays the run. Um, he's a top five defensive overall defensive end in the league, in my opinion. And I think they match up well with Demarcus Lawrence. Um, but I think Andrew Whitworth might just be too much for Randy Gregory in the totality of the game. From what you see with Gurley, He's a little different style of a back than Zeke. How do you think he's a little bit different in his style and what he does well? Yeah, um, you saw saw all season that he's very versatile in the uh, passing game. You know, they like to bring him out on screens, everything like that. He he's very just he's just fluid when he runs. You know, Zeke is that power guy, and you know he'll have two guys on him. He'll still be churning for five yards. Gurley, he, he just flows through right through the line, and he, he finds the open field. They're very different in that aspect. You know, Zeke finds the holes, of course, but Gurley, once he finds that hole, he just, he's gone. He's just a really quick back. Ezekiel Elliott, I think, is more of a north and south runner. Um, they like to get Todd Gurley, though, on the edge mm-hmm. and um, beat people that way, and that sets up their passing game. You see the way they'll run it. They'll run their stretch plays, which set up those bootlegs with Jared Goff later on. Pretty smart stuff by Sean McVay, stuff I wish the Cowboys would incorporate in their game plan. Um, so what do you think about Jared Goff, their quarterback? He's had a really 
good moments this league against the Chiefs, especially. He had a great game. But then he had the Bears four-interception game. What do you think Jared Goff does well, and how do you think the Cowboys can minimize his damage? Yeah, so last week, you know how we played the Seahawks. We were going against uh, running QB, very mobile and everything like that. This week, you know, Goff really isn't much of a runner. He likes to stay in the pocket and keep his eyes downfield to try any of his receivers. You know, the Rams like to run a lot of the horizontal routes and stuff, and that's another reason why they've been struggling without Cup. You know, he's been not, they don't have any really a lot, a lot of guys that run the drag and stuff like that. You know, they have Cooks running verticals and all that stuff. But, yeah, if we can, you know, like I said, Lawrence and Gregory, that pressure off the edge, if we can get there quick enough, I mean, you know, Goff, Goff isn't going to be, you know, scrambling around, you know, making plays with his legs. Rather, he's going to be inside the pocket, and he's going to be trying to get that ball out before the pressure comes. Yeah, I did a film breakdown on this Rams offense and try to show some of the weaknesses of Jared Goff's game. And on third and long situations, when he gets any sort of pressure, he'll make, frankly, terrible throws against the Bears using the shadow of his own end zone. And the um, defensive tackles got a great push. They beat their um, interior offensive line, which is their weakest link on that offensive line, and he threw a terrible pass into cover two. It was too short, picked off by linebacker Roquan Smith from the Bears. So there are things that Gurley does well, and Jared Goff does well. He has great touch on the ball, so you can't – these safeties are going to have to play another um, great game. They have receivers, like you were saying, Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, both over 1,200 yards and over five touchdowns. They're insane. They can beat you – horizontally across the field, beat you with their quickness, with their speed. Um, Robert Woods is a bigger guy. They like to kind of throw the ball into the middle of the field. That's kind of how they – that's like their bread and butter, the passing game. They'll use the running game, and then they'll to set up the play action, and they'll beat you just in the deep middle of the field. And so I think schematically the Cowboys kind of are set up to play this style of football um, with these with linebackers Lane Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith. You can go sideline to sideline. I like that. You haven't seen many times when running backs have been able to get the edge against this front seven. And then our cover three scheme um, kind of protects against that middle deep of the field. And as long as our linebackers can um, drop back and not get sucked into the play action, I think they'll have a great um, opportunity to make some plays. And like you said, Cooper Cup, he he was a big part of their offense, kind of like a – a more refined Cole Beasley in a way. Um, he got injured. What, did he tore his ACL or? I, I can't remember what the injury was. I think it was some knee injury. Some knee injury. Just you know, Gurley's still battling that knee injury too. Yeah. I think he was he was practicing today, but I think they have him as questionable still. But you know, he's going to play. Yeah, he's definitely going to play. Um, to what level is he going to play? That's going to be a big factor. Mm-hmm. But um, just a little praise for Sean McVay. So they lose one of their top three receivers, and then they find a new receiver in Josh Reynolds yeah. out of Texas A&M, who I know you and I both liked um, mm-hmm. when he was playing for Texas A&M. He's a big, tall guy. He's kind of like the ideal role for what Noah Brown needs to become in. Yeah. You know, he you see him, he'll chip a defensive end, right, and they'll run with him, but then in the red zone, he can catch those back shoulders and stuff. He's a tall guy. He's five touchdowns since the bye week, mm-hmm. and so he doesn't have the crazy stats, but um, watch out, he'll make a few plays. Um, they also have two good tight ends in Gerald Everett and um, Tyler Higby. How do you think that they will do against our secondary and defense who have not shown that they can consistently stop um, these good tight ends? 
Yeah, I think these tight ends are going to play a big factor in the game. Uh, they're definitely going to be making some big plays. It's it's hard to you know contain or even limit this Rams offense because they like to spread it out, you know, and uh, create a lot of space and that you know create some lane stuff for the tight ends to run. Like, and so it's going to be it's going to be very important for the safeties and the linebackers to be communicating real well, you know, when we're in zones and everything like that. We we don't want to have you know. Another game, another game where a tight end has a hundred something yards on us, two touchdowns. So we really got to focus on those tight ends, but also focus on just this Rams offense in general. You know, definitely. Um, like you're saying, they like to spread stuff out. They're interesting. They are always in eleven personnel, which is one tight end, one one running back. They might not necessarily do what typical teams do when they spread out, as in like. Um, what they'll do differently is they'll have a lot of bunch formations close to the line of scrimmage. So they'll have like three wide receivers on the field, but they'll be close to the line of scrimmage. And that's smart on Strom McVay's part because these receivers can't beat the press. That's their one weakness. Um, Brandon Cooks, he's a speed guy, but he's kind of like a Deshaun Jackson. He's not good when he gets um, a Byron Jones of the world to press him at the line of scrimmage. So when they bring him in close to the line of scrimmage, I mean, close to the right and left tackles, um, you kind of you have to play off of them, and that creates um, room on the outsides. And so there's really it puts the cornerbacks in kind of a bind. How do you think our cornerbacks match up against um, Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, and Josh Reynolds? Uh, you know, yeah, these these uh, Rams wide receivers they got some big guys in Robert Woods and Josh Reynolds. Um, you know, Byron Jones, our our cornerbacks have gotten really well at always knowing where the ball is, you know, putting their hands up at the right time. You see, you know, last game against the Seahawks, they were in great coverage, and it was just, you couldn't have had them catch the ball perfect. The coverage was great, you know. It just found its way in there. You know, most of the times, that's going to be an incomplete pass with great coverage. I just think, you know, bumping them, up, bumping them at the line of scrimmage and everything like that is going to be a big factor in this game, you know. Try and um, – disrupt the timing between Goff and those receivers and allow the pressure to come in and hopefully Goff will crumple. That if we can stop them at the line of scrimmage, kind of slow them down, get their timing off, that would affect Jared Goff. You see, most of his plays, when they have success, it's the pre-read snaps, pre-reads that he does before the snap. Um, he knows where the ball is going before the ball um, even leaves the center's hands. Um, so you'll see sometimes when he gets the ball, he's looking to that one side and nothing's there, and then he is slow to go to his next read. Um, they do do a good job of checking down to Todd Gurley fast. You'll see the Cowboys, they're kind of late on that throw a lot. But Todd Gurley, when he gets the ball, he's a monster. Yeah. And um, they're off. I mean, their passing game is so dynamic. They are one of the best screen teams in the league. Mm-hmm. They run a lot of the same type of screen plays as the Cowboys, so they'll fake it to the handoff to Todd Gurley, but then they'll go back to him. And with those offensive linemen, um, they're fast and they're athletic. And when Gurley gets this full head of steam and open field, that's usually a touchdown. You saw last time these two teams played, Gurley on um, that wheel route kind of mm-hmm. destroyed us. It's a different game. It's a different Cowboys defense. I think we match up better than we um, have in the past against this team. So, Avery, what are the two players on this offense, this Rams offense, that could just destroy the Cowboys' um, Super Bowl hopes. Um, I'm going to go with Brandon Cooks and Todd Gurley. You know, both players have 
had great seasons, and uh, Robert, or Brandon Cook, excuse me, he is that big play guy. And, you know, Cowboys have struggled against the big plays. You know, we're really good at containing, and all of a sudden we'll give up a big play, and Brandon Cooks will be that guy. So you got really got to limit Brandon Cooks. Also, you really got to limit Todd Gurley, of course. You can't let them get their, um, you know, running game established. Because once they start running the ball, they're going to start pulling for those play actions, and you're going to see Brandon Cooks streaking across the field. You really, really just want to stop the run off the bat, which the Cowboys have done great. I think our defensive line is going to have a really big game again. And, um, yeah, just really try and stop these two guys before they wreck this Cowboys uh, playoff hopes. So do you not um, buy into Jared Goff? How do you think he'll perform? You know, Jared Goff's a, a good QB. He's dropped off the past couple weeks, this last half of the season. Um, I'm per, I believe he's thrown seven interceptions over the last eight games, and he's only thrown five in the first eight. Um, his yards per attempt has also dropped 9.6 to 7.4. So he's, ha- he's a li- in a little bit of a, a slump, you know. This, this Rams offense was, you know, that, that you can remember the game against the Chiefs, you know, the 50, you know, 54, 52, whatever the score was. I can't remember. It was so, so high up there. It was just offensive powerhouses going against each other. Now you see the Rams, they're starting kind of the, you know, not be as successful on offense, but they're still a very successful team, averaging 30 points a game, you know, kind of thing. But I, I think Goff will do what he needs to. I think he's going to kind of have. And no, you know, I don't want to, you know, hurt on Dak or anything. I think he's going to kind of have a Dak role in this game, you know. Um, just create this, you know, help the offense be moving and then deliver some big plays kind of thing. But, you know, I really do think he's going to crumple if this defensive line can get to him. I don't see him using his legs at all in this game. I kind of see him crumpling quite a bit. Yeah, Jared Goff, unlike Dak Prescott, who is – Want, now won a playoff game. Jared Goff is 0-1 in the postseason. Last year, he threw for 259 yards on 5.8 yards per attempt, one touchdown, zero interceptions, but 53.3 completion percentage. So um, that's not the greatest stats. I mean, the yards are good, but with a 53.3 percentage completion, I mean, that the more <laughs> incompletions you have, the more chances for interceptions. It's pretty, like, some elementary analysis. But... I think that if we just get tip balls, um, that can mean the difference. Byron Jones is going to have to come up with an interception sometime. Yeah. Um, he's kind of had a little bit of slump this last month and a half. The last game, he let that one touchdown go to the running back in the flat and a few big plays. He needs to rebound, first and foremost. He's going to be commanding extension to his contract soon, and if he can get an interception and help win this game and make some big highlight plays, that would do help for him in the offseason. So now I'll say my two key players to stop. Um, Todd Gurley, of course. Um, he's the engine of that offense. It flows through him. If we can stop the running game, make them um, put them in some young, long yardage situations, I think our pass rushers, um, more often than not, can get home to the quarterback at least um, – put him in some uncomfortable positions. Our defensive tackles, Malik Collins, I see him. My, my bold prediction for this game is Malik Collins will get two sacks. Their interior offensive line is not good. Their center is playing worse and worse as the weeks go by. The second player I think the Cowboys need to stop is other wide receiver, Robert Woods. 
he is a bigger wide receiver. I think he'll be matched up more against Byron Jones, but he plays a lot in the slot. Out of all the receivers, he plays more in the slot than Brandon Cooks. And he's kind of what Alan Hearns was in Jacksonville, but just he gets more opportunities. He's a big-bodied um, wide receiver in the slot who can go across the middle without fear, catch a ball, and he can break some tackles. He's tough to tackle. He's not a speedy guy. He won't you know, um, put you on skates when he gets the ball, but he'll, you'll have to get all 11 people coming to tackle him. And I think if they do that, I think Chidobi Wuze will be against Brandon Cooks a lot, and I love that matchup. Yeah, again, um, Chidobi Wuze, he's in, always in great coverage. You rarely see him actually be beaten, but <laughs> this ball somehow squeaked their way in the last game against the Seahawks. He was in great coverage, and Russell Wilson just managed to place the ball in a perfect position. Um, eventually, those balls will not get through. Mm-hmm. And Chidobi Wuze has done better at turning his head and trying to locate the ball. Um, quarterbacks, they can never be too good at that. There's always room for improvement. But I think with Brandon Cooks, he's not as good of a receiver as people like to talk. I mean, I had him on my fantasy football team. He did wonders for me. If you just watch the tape, I think Robert Woods is their more productive wide receiver on their team. So I mentioned how I thought defensive tackle Malik Collins will get two sacks. Do you have any um, crazy predictions for one of these Cowboys defenders, maybe Van Der Esch grabbing an interception, Jalen Smith forcing a fumble, anything like that, something yeah. to watch. i got to agree with you that it's going to be a battle in the trenches this weekend. I think our defensive line is going to have to play great, and I think uh, Gregory or Lawrence are going to have two sacks in this game. That's that's one of my bold predictions. You know, Maybe maybe even a forced fumble of some sorts on Goff. But, yeah, one of those two guys is going to come up huge this weekend. Yeah, I think the Hot Boys are ready. They're motivated. Um, Pro Football Focus came out with their power rankings for defense front front sevens remaining in the playoffs, and the Cowboys weren't in the f- top five. <laughs> Antoine Woods re- like tweeted like Pro Football Focus is a joke, and to be fair, a lot of their um, grades you wonder why how they come to that conclusion. Like Ezekiel Elliott was rated the twenty eighth best running back in the league this season, mm-hmm. even though he led the league in rushing and he was great in yards per attempt. The only thing you should take for pro football focus is their stats. Yeah. Uh, not, the opinion things, take those as you may. I don't really trust them. Mm-hmm. That is all we have for you today. Stay tuned. Later this week, Avery and I will break down the Rams' defense against the Cowboys' offense, and we'll talk about how the Cowboys can kind of get some momentum and rhythm going in their passing and running game. We'll also give our bold predictions. There's a lot of excitement going around here. Um, if the Cowboys can punch it in for a win and go to the NFC Championship, I, I'm, I might cry. I might cry. It's been a while since this. I mean, we haven't been alive since we made it to the NFC Championship. Thank you for listening, Cowboys Nation. Hit that subscribe button. Um, leave us a review. This is Sundays are for the boys.